Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Non-Corporate Girls. Before we begin, don't forget to download and subscribe. Take it one step further and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. What's up, y'all? We are back to talk to our 9 to 5 and 5 to 9ers. I'm Delilah. And I'm Ayana. We are the Non-Corporate Girls. Two girls who have experienced both spaces and understand firsthand the ebbs and flows of marrying our many passions and disrupting the status quo. We do this with our podcast, your go-to digital diary filled with content, expert advice, and tangible resources for corporate professionals, entrepreneurs, and the intersection of where they meet. Every episode gives you a dose to help redefine how you pivot in your purpose. So, are you non-corporate? Tune in. Giddles Ortiz is a non-binary Latin singer, actor, and content creator from The Boogie Down. With over 100K followers across platforms, Skittles has been creating content that ups, uplifts the community and celebrates pride for the last decade. From music and dance to comedy and film, Skittles does it all and shares their place in the community proudly. And so today we get the chance to speak to Skittles. Welcome to NCG. Hey. Yeah, I need a, I was gonna say I need a little bit more energy than that. Yes. I was like, I didn't know if I was it was my time to come in or not, but yes, I'm here. Good. And so this it. is really special because we're kicking off like Latin Hispanic Heritage Month um in September. Season six of NCG is coming back. And so we thought who fitting to be like our first guest than yeah. you. Yes. Well, I am honored. I'm honored. You know that being Latino, Latine, Hispanic is very much part of my identity and influences everything that I do, everything that I um, create. So, yes. And we love to see it. Um, So this episode is episode 108 and it's titled The Quintessential Creator, Skittles Mm. Ortiz, because you embody it all. We uh, thanks. <laughs> yes, I, I I like I like to think that I do a little bit of everything. Like, and I feel like sometimes that's like a critique that I get, and it's probably like the reason why I don't I haven't necessarily blown up to having millions and millions of followers because people can't necessarily pinpoint what I do. But I like being a bitch that does it all. Like, who says that you can't do it all? You know, facts. And you'll find your lane, or you're creating it. So. Yeah, I think I'm absolutely creating it for for real. (laughs) Yes. So we want to learn more about everything that involves your world. But before we get started, we always ask our guests a positive note they've had for the week. So can you share your positive note with us? I have a really special positive note this week just because this past weekend, I just flew in from Puerto Rico because my mother, my cousin, and I ended up planning my grandmother's 90th birthday party. Oh my God, God bless her. Yeah, yeah. We ended up making it like a three-day weekend type thing where like our family members from all over the country Mm. were flying into Puerto Rico and, you know, met up, hung out on the Friday, you know, did a very formal party on Saturday, like a keen set where we had like a trio, we had a slideshow. I screened a little project that I've been working on with her. Oh my God. Um, 
And then the next day was my mother's birthday. So we had like a very chill barbecue beach pool type situation on that third day. And it was just really nice to be around family that I hadn't seen in a long time. Um, We hadn't been together all together like that in at least like 10, 15 years. So um, it was really nice to like be there. No drama, all good energy. And yeah, so that was like. You can get together and put effort into something and have it turn out really well. Um, or that's a great memory to create. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So, in our eyes, you are a quintessential creator, as we mentioned. Can you share a little bit about your journey as a content creator and how you got to this point? Um, what's funny about my journey has been, it's it's been a lot of happen chance, I feel like. Um, and I say that in the sense of like, YouTube started, came out and became popular when I was in college, right? And I happened to go to a college where I was just very creatively bored. I went to a college that was focused on classic Western classical music. Yeah. Um, it was focused on singing in choirs. And I was like, I don't want to fucking sing in a choir. I want like, I want to be in front of the camera and shit. And I had always had a passion for wanting to create videos. Um, And so, you know, I just out of boredom started making videos. My goal was to be a music channel where I was like creating covers and stuff like that. Two years into having the YouTube channel, my friend Julissa Contreras had an idea to come out with a video called Shit Spanish Girl Say which was based off of the viral shit girl say videos that came out. And so, you know, we got two friends together. We got a camera, we got a script together and we shot the video, put it out. And then it ended up going viral. So that kind of then put me into this category of like, oh, okay, like you can create videos and people are going to be paying attention to you. Um, And so that kind of got me into like a more consistent vibe of creating content, creating music content, creating comedy content, trying to find a balance, you know, when I got into doing makeup, creating makeup content. And then it started just kind of spiraling as as social media started developing with like Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. and TikTok and Snapchat. It was like, okay, well, now I'm going to be creating content for all of these and putting out everything, beca- everything everywhere because something somewhere is going to catch, someone somewhere is going to see it. And then in my experience, when the right person sees it, the right person can give you a certain opportunity. So yes. from that shit Spanish Girl Say video and the videos that came after that, I ended up getting cast in High Maintenance on HBO. I ended up getting cast in Wildlife on Sci-Fi and doing voiceover work. Um, and then also like other shows that I've done around the city and all that good stuff. So like um, it really just has been a matter of, I know that I want to create. I know that I want to manifest a life where my creations are what like supports my lifestyle is Mm -hmm. what I'm making my money off of. Um, And I know that there's a realm where that exists. Um, I just haven't necessarily hit the right combination yet. And so I'm just like throwing shit in the air to see what works. And then like when it does work, it works, you know, and like when it doesn't work, we go back to the drawing board and start over. <laughs> I love that attitude. And you are such the nine. You're you're not corporate girl like you are. Yes. And, so, yes, and because of that, how important was it for you to dedicate time 
to your five to nine while at your nine to five, because we do know that you come from that space as well. Do you have any advice to share for someone currently in a nine to five and looking to become a content creator? Um, I think that number one, I'm still figuring it out. Like to Mm -hmm. be completely honest, I'm still holding nine to fives to support my lifestyle because, or, and fund my creative lifestyle. Um, but I think the number one model that I have kind of developed over the years is like, you're not too tired. (laughs) Oh, um, I think I needed to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're not too tired. Like, like, like if you want, if you are trying to like dedicate your energy to this and you want something to come of this, you will find the time. And Mm -hmm. I say that because there was a lot of years where I was still getting like chances and cool opportunities from the creative world, Mm -hmm. but my fear was keeping me, my fear was keeping me stuck in my nine to five mindset and then, you know, I I was a teacher. So I was, it wasn't a nine to five. It was getting going in at eight, leaving at three, but then really leaving at eight because I had dance rehearsal and show rehearsals and parent-teacher mm-hmm. conferences and lesson planning and all that after school programs that I was doing and stuff like that. And after you do all that, you feel like you're tired. Yeah. But when you see other people coming up and becoming successful, lots of stuff that you do and you do well, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, nah, like I, I, I can't play myself. It. Yeah. Yeah. You, I can't play myself. I have to, if I'm really trying to do this, I got to fucking do it, you know? And so it's taken years to get to the place where I can say you're not too tired. <laughs> like, but like now that I'm here, if there's anything that I could say to a person who's in the nine to five that's trying to get into the more creative lifestyle, mm-hmm. it's like you're not too tired. <laughs> yes, you make time for what you want to make time for. It's like oh point blank period. And let mm-hmm. me tell you how. Even right now, as a DOE substitute teacher, you will find <laughs> me in a corner editing a video. <laughs> Look, you gotta do if, what you gotta if, do. If the class is on point and they all doing what they gotta do. You will find me in the corner editing a video. <laughs> and the way you um, handle your classes, I'm sure they're doing what they got to do. Period. Okay. <laughs> and also, like, in your day-to-day, there's a lot of content to be had. So I'm sure you really got to, like, capitalize on that. No, for real, for real. Like, especially with, like, the way the pace that content is, like, created and so like quick. the way it, the way it can be just yeah. like anything and it just can pop up at any time you really just kind of mm-hmm. got to be on your toes and like if something speaks to me i make sure that i either if i can't if i'm not in the moment to do it right then and there like i make sure to jot it down and like try to get back to it later and i have a list of shit that i've done that I, that, that that has been ideas that i still haven't gotten to you know yeah um, but you know you got to you also got to give yourself grace and like go with the ebb and flow of things. There's going to be times where you're going to be creative as fuck. And then there's going to be times where you're not really feeling it. And you have to like give yourself that grace. There was a point where I was supposed to be doing a video at the top of the year. And I had everything in place. Julissa was going to write it. I had, it was going to be a musical comedy type thing. Julissa was going to write it. I had two producers that were going to produce the track. I had the person that was going to shoot the video, but me myself was not ready to show up. 
in the way that I needed to. And so I just had to be yes. honest with you and be like, listen, I can't show up in this way. And so we put it on the back burner. And if that video ever gets made, it gets made. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. <laughs> you but know, not, you know, I appreciate your transparency. Yeah, I appreciate your transparency and sharing that because a lot of people like lean into all the things that they feel they need to do and want to do, and then they burn themselves out, and then you can't even create from that space anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it doesn't come I, out the way you wanted to because you really didn't come up the same, you know, with your best self showing up. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning to find out that like I don't like trying to force it, like. In the times where there have been projects that I've put out that I've literally had some like some of my best friends tell me, this is my favorite video you've ever done. And I'm like. It was effortless, probably. No, 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 no. Like, like for me, it was something that I had to in that one case, it was something that I had to force. And so my experience creating it wasn't Mm -hmm. a pleasurable one. When people say that it's their favorite project, I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's good. Cause I made not because I made it. It's good. <laughs> I get what you mean. I get what but you like, mean. My experience making it wasn't fun, so I don't have that same like. <sighs> and so I've learned through that experience not to force it and to give yourself grace and to go with the ebb and flow of it all. Yes, ebbs and flows is Delilah's favorite thing to say. So we definitely <laughs> get it. So let's talk a little bit about you being creative. Like in your family, in your friend group, was this something that was always supported growing up? Like just being a creative nature person? Yes. Um, I'm, both sides of my family are very creative. Okay. Like families. Like I just, especially on my mother's side of the family, I come from a very creative family. Like my aunt is a visual artist, performing artist. She teaches visual art at the university level. Um, my mother was a voice major. She went to school for voice performance. Um, my other, un- my uncle was a, was a dancer slash instrumentalist. I had another uncle who, another aunt who was like, um, another uncle who was a visual artist. So I had a lot of this People is in the DNA. Examples. I was like, you have a lot of examples. In my DNA. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely <laughs> in my DNA. So it was definitely supportive. Which is so fortunate because there are a lot of people who have to stifle their creativity, depending on like their household, their dynamic, what that looks like. A lot of parents are like, oh, you need to do X, Y, Z versus supporting that creative nature. So Mm -hmm. it's always something interesting to like hear and listen, because it's a good example for people to know that like you get to be who you are, like you get to show up in the space and have that support. And that's not to say that, you know, my family didn't uh, try to steer you in the in the in the their direction you know in their direction um but I found that like I did that route and I just was miserable and so I've been breaking break away Kelly Clarkson (laughs) (laughs) yes what you know what feels good for you good for you yeah 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 Yeah. for sure That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about like spaces, right? And just kind of like creating that. You mentioned that you produce content for all types of different platforms. This has been your thing. Has your, how has your content evolved over time, especially as new um, platforms have come out? Like how has it evolved and how, how are you navigating creating your space? Because you are, you have a very distinct space. How are you navigating Mm -hmm. that? 
Um, I think that when Shit Spanish Cousin went viral and as new social media platforms uh, like came up, um, I definitely found myself getting into the habit of like chasing trends and trying to like mm-hmm. keep up with what was going on and whatnot. And like, I just kind of learned that like, I don't necessarily have the stamina or the desire to chase trends. Like mm-hmm. I, especially in this like TikTok culture where it's like, there's this one idea and then you take that idea and you do it this way, or you take that idea and you do it this way, or like there's mm-hmm. people that are taking changing and stuff like that like i love that because it gives you the opportunity to be creative but then again there's a part of me that's like i don't want to be repeating what other people are doing like i don't want to be you know copying him and her whatever and they and them you know um and so the way that my content has kind of evolved is i'm learning that ultimately i want my brand to be a great representation of myself and everything that I represent, right? Um, and I feel that I represent, you know, strength and confidence and I represent mm-hmm. a good time and happiness and living in good energy and living yes, in you do. being like a positive person in general um, and kind of being a positive example for, you know, Black, Latino, you know, non-binary, queer, LGBTQ creatives who feel like they may not have seen themselves um, in the arts world coming up, that they might kind of relate to me and see themselves in me. And so I think that, like, ultimately, I try to make my content relatable, funny, fun. Um, I try to show, I'm trying to show Mm-hmm. who I am as a person, not just as Skittles Ortiz, but as Juan Carlos Ortiz Jr., right? Um, but then also show off a little bit. So, like, I'm trying to give you a balance of, like, if you're seeing a video that I'm doing comedy and you're laughing with me, you're also going to probably see a video pop up of me singing my ass off, right? Because I can sing. And then after you see a video of me singing my ass off, you're probably going to see a video of me of how I did my makeup for the video that I sang my ass off in because I could Mm -hmm. beat my face. And then after you see me doing my makeup, you're probably going to see a BTS vlog of me and my friends joking around and all the fun that went into creating whatever it was that you ultimately found me at. Because the reality is that everything that I've created has been very homemade and it comes from me and my community and the people that support me. So you're going to see that too. Um, And yeah, and hopefully at some point there's going to be someone that wants to fund the shit out of me and I'm going to have a show. I'm going to have some type of TV show. I'm going to have some type of show, live show that I can travel and perform with. And um, yeah, and then my creativity is going to be the means that I support my life. (laughs) Yes. Can we like shout out to all the manifestation here though? Like yeah. claiming, own it, this will happen. It's being said here first. I don't know if it's been said in other places, but we are a witness and um, we are in support of it all. And speaking of that lane that you've created and the type of content that you have, you know, been so generous to, to give us insight to, right? Because not everybody is willing to share their gifts and you have. So do you feel that there's more to be done or is a lane has been provided for the type of content that you create? Do you feel that it exists? 
I believe that there is an unlimited amount of creativity out there for me to exist in my lane and be successful in what I do. Mm-hmm. And therefore, and for there to also be like several other artists like me that kind of exist mm-hmm. in that same lane, but might have their own little thing that they do differently. Um, in that sense of like, cause like the other day I say that to say like the other day after a performance, somebody came up to me, somebody who I was performing with came up to me mm-hmm. and was like, yo, I'm so starstruck that I'm actually performing with you. I wanted to tell you oh that if there, that if there wasn't a you, we wouldn't have a saucy Santana. And I was like, in my head, I would have never made that connection, connection right? Yeah. <laughs> but I see the similarities. And then when I share that with somebody else, somebody else is like, no, no, I see it too. Like, and it's like, okay, that's dope. And I can see how that's probably creating a lane for me, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's on a bigger platform. It's on a bigger scale. So more yes. people will be more accepting of it. But at the same time, like, I'm out here doing my thing in my own little way and my mm-hmm. own little wrong, you know, yes. Puerto Rican girl way that is like, it is also creating and, 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 you know, uh, maintaining my own lane and maintaining my own work that I have to do to, to, to kind of gain the success that I want. So I know, I think it's a little bit of both. That's dope. I love that. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt well, you. I didn't want to interrupt I don't know. you. I'm like, I'm like, I love that. I'll be fan. I'll be fangirling, honestly. Because <laughs> yes. you're doing so good. And it's just, I look at all your videos and you be having me dying. And because yes. I'm Puerto Rican, Latina, like just, you know, we always raised the same way at the end of the day. So when you highlight those, those things, like our upbringing and just um, little scenarios that we've experienced, like it connects. Yes. Facts. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We, as you all know, we're still in the world where there are a lot of firsts, which mm-hmm. blows my mind because I can't believe like, oh, first yeah. black person this. It's crazy. It's like, what what the hell, right? So mm-hmm. question for you is, in your world, just what you've observed, is there a place where there are still things that could be considered first that you want us to move past as a society? Like we should have already been there, done that. Um, I mean, I guess anything that has to do with first, first black anything, and then like first Latino, I feel like anything that's based on like race and that Mm -hmm. has already been like dominated by white people, you can just throw that in that, in that category. Um, because like. Like it, it's 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 already it's too late. Like 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 let's let's get it moving or whatever. But like I don't know. Like anything specific, I don't know. I I haven't. I have. I don't think that I I have anything any anything specific that I would say. Nah, that should. It's just like happen. everything. Like we should be doing it all. Like whatever we want to do, we should. Yeah, it should be everything. Like it shouldn't. <laughs> we shouldn't be having to deal with like. Oh yeah, it's the first block. I hate it so much. I like it's just like anytime I see a post, I'm like, really? Like we mm-hmm. haven't had one yet. I blown. All right, but heard it. Um, and we asked time- you. I just wanted to say we asked you yeah. because you you intersection a lot of these mm. things, right? As in the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. Latino, and so it's a different experience coming from you versus from us. Yes. 
Facts. So let's talk a little bit about body positivity because for me, you you gather everyone. Like you be out <laughs> here like shining like the star you are. And it's really beautiful to see because mm-hmm. tons of people on different spectrums have so many issues with body positivity. So we just wanted to know like how have you navigated that space and have you learned anything significant on your journey? Um, I feel like body positivity is definitely something that has been new, a new journey for me since I would say the last like two years. Okay. Um, I think that many people may have thought that I was body body positive just because I was a big person doing things that big people don't do on the internet. Um, but that didn't necessarily equate to the fact that I was fully confident in my body. It just meant that Mm -hmm. I was confident enough to do what I was doing on camera, right? Yeah. And so I think that it wasn't until, like, the pandemic hit that, like, um, and we had to, like, stay home that I was like, damn, no, I gotta gotta move because I'm starting to feel this in my hips. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so my whole goal wasn't to lose a certain amount of weight. It wasn't to see a different type of number or whatever. It was simply to get myself moving and to get myself, in particularly, dancing again. Um, Because I really have always loved to dance. I used to take dance classes when I was younger and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And in my head, if I was going to manifest myself into being the queer musician that I wanted to be, I would be serving a very Britney Janet package. I'd be giving you vocals and dancing, right? Yeah. And when you see my videos, you see that I'm doing that now. And so, but like I said, all of this is fairly new because like I said, when the pandemic hit, I was like, nah, I got to start moving. And so, um, you know, it started off with just like doing those little Instagram app challenges. You, you know how mm-hmm. like Instagram yeah. will post it and it'll say day one, do six crunches, five squats, this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. I started doing that and then um, cut to like the end of the summer 2020, my a college friend's mother became a trainer for this website called campgladiator.com and I ended up joining them because it was like group, group mm-hmm. uh, workouts on Zoom. Oh, okay. And I enjoyed the accountability of having a couple of friends that were going to the classes and having my mother, my friend's mother, like be able to text me and be like, yo, I'm teaching today. But also having the privacy of like having to do the workouts by myself in my room. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't at your own to, speed, at your own. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't trying to go to like a gym, like and be yeah. in front of people. Like, and so, mm-hmm. you know, that. Um, happened and then it was so funny like it it kind of all just started like leveling up leveling up like piling on right so then like after I was in the classes after a while um my friend started jogging and I randomly was like oh I've never liked to to run but like I'd like to try it one day and like you know one day he hit me up we went out for a jog and then like that week I just started going on my own. And so then I started using it as like, I was working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then going on jogs Tuesday and Thursday, you know, and I was giving myself that kind of routine because we weren't fucking leaving the house. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We weren't weren't going to work or anything. So, so I needed something to do to get myself outside and get myself breathing and keep myself, keep myself sane. Um, 
And so it, like I said, it was never about numbers. I didn't weigh myself when I, before I started working out, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't weigh myself until like a solid year and a half in to like losing weight because, because people started saying that I was looking different, you know, I was like, all right, I might as well like see where we're at, you know? Right. Um, but but weren't you feeling different? Cause I know there's a sense well, of I like, absolutely, I was absolutely feeling different, like more yeah. energized yep. and like, you know, uh, just like you know, you you physically feel better. You feel yeah, you feel healthy. You feel yeah. healthier. Yeah, um, and so yeah, it's just been you know one of those things where I started sharing it online, not to become some type of weight loss guru. And if you pay attention, I don't put out progress videos. You see me working out in my one second a day videos because mm-hmm. those are the days that I don't have anything else to film. I'm not out here trying to like right. show people, tell people how to work out because I don't fucking know how to work out. I just managed to find something that worked for me. Right? Mm-hmm. But if I can create something that gives a positive message and that is a reminder to myself and that then can be a reminder to everybody else to keep going and to keep it positive, then I'm going to mm-hmm. do that because then that ultimately helps my brand, which is what I'm trying to build. Right. And that's mm-hmm. everything that I'm trying to represent. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's never about like, oh, I want to make fitness content or I want to like whatever, whatever. Like the body positivity stuff is more so like because I'm trying to remind myself and I figure if I remind myself, somebody else can uh, benefit from the message. No, um, absolutely. I you know, I love when there's you still said... Shit. And let me tell you, oh, sorry, not even no, to no. like... Go ahead. You. There's still shit that I could do to like better myself. Like, mm. yes, I work out, but I haven't changed how I eat. Like, I notice now, yes, I eat maybe, like, smaller portions just because of whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But I haven't changed how I eat. I still eat the same way I did two years ago. You Mm -hmm. know? I'm not out here doing juices and salads and... Imagine if I did do that. Bitch, I'd be snatched. Like I mean, same over here. I get it. It all all makes, like, a difference just doing one healthy choice a day. Because that's something that... You know, making these drastic changes, you usually won't stick mm-hmm. to them. But if you do one juice and and swap out a burger for one salad, like it all adds up. Sometimes we just need to make those small changes, and then over time, they do make a difference. Yeah. Yes, progress. We hear you. <laughs> we, we all trying. We all are content creators, and just the lives we live daily. Like we can mm-hmm. be an example to somebody else, the same way somebody could like teach us their ways and how they navigate life. That we're thriving through this, okay? I like to say thriving instead of trying. But I love what you Mm -hmm. said about um, the confidence thing. I think Mm -hmm. that was a really good distinction because a lot of people feel like, oh, like I do X, Y, Z. But if you're not mentally confident with who you are, it it doesn't even matter, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to like work on all of it. It's a a whole holistic journey. Mm -hmm. So I like that you mentioned that because there is a distinction. All right, Skittles. So let's think back to younger Skittles. <laughs> um, if you could give any advice to your younger self or any other non-binary content creators out there, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, two, two things. Come, bring I would it. say don't second guess yourself. And take your ideas seriously. Because, like, I can't tell you how many 
times I've had an idea that like I thought would be great or whatever, but I've second guessed my ability and capability to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else comes out with it and it's like not as good as what you would have put forward, yeah. you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. we've been there. We, But you know what's something I learned in, in my agency jobs? It's not about who did it first, but who did it best. Mm. Sometimes we always want to be the first and it's just like, Mm -hmm. for what? Sometimes you need to see a little, a couple of runs happen so you can bring that perfection and, and yours is what's going to pop because it's your spin on it. I mean, that's exactly what TikTok has showed us, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned TikTok because those are the arguments I have with, with the brands, um, because Mm -hmm. they're either, it could work both ways. They're either afraid to step forward because nobody has done it or because somebody has done it already. They don't want to do it. And it's like, if you're the first, you either setting the bar and the standard. So you better bring it so that somebody's not replicating it and then putting their better spin. Or if it already exists, then you really better bring it because if you want to be the competition and part of the conversation, it has to look different and not like a copycat version. Yeah. And I feel like that applies to us, too. Facts. We out here thriving. Mm -hmm. We going to figure it out. (laughs) Um, So we like to poll the community sometimes, just kind of like get questions. You got fans out here, I'm telling you. Um, (laughs) One of your fans asked, me too. One of your one of your fans asked this question. They noticed that you've been performing, I guess, at the venue $3 bill. And they wanted to know, how did you come about that partnership? And, like, will you be doing some more things with them? Um, So it's so random. <laughs> it's so random that I had, I had been able to do a show at $3 Bill when I got the grant last year from um, City Artist Corps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened to be Hopping Chance where I emailed somebody and it ended up being the head of $3 Bill. And she ended up allowing me to, you know, <laughs> rent the space. And what? Um, and then the other time that I was there was because I got booked by somebody else who was doing a show there. Um, I would honestly love to do more shows at $3 Bill. I love that venue. Mm-hmm. Um it's a good uh, venue. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a great venue. I need to venue. visit. Um, and so, I, every time that I've been able to perform there, I've enjoyed it and loved it. There is not necessarily a partnership with them to yet. say that there's going not yet exactly um, <laughs> to say that I'll definitely definitely be performing there yet, but I'll probably definitely be performing there in the future. Right now, I feel like for me, just creatively, I'm. St- I'm in like a drawing board stage where I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. even though I'm uploading stuff online and stuff like that, um, in terms of doing shows and musically, I'm like at the drawing board stage of like finding my sound and mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that like the next musical things I release are really like Skittles or teas and not like to be put under like a parody or a joke or this type of right, like full ownership of the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fully, fully original too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but when that stuff happens, then the show will be. Um, once the music is there, I see. I see. Once the music is made, the show will be made, and then the venues will be built. 
Listen, Skittles, don't <laughs> forget about us when you out here on Broadway and stuff yes. or whatever. Um, we want tickets. I want invites to the red carpet. I'm about to be the non-binary. I'm about to. I keep on saying this. I'm about to be the non-binary J Lo. Yes. Like, I'm. I want movies. I want music. Yes, Skittles from the block. I chose. Um, I'm gonna fucking do it all, bitch. Yeah, and then a so, Netflix series at the oh, end. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, or Hulu or Amazon Prime, Peacock, whatever. Okay. We'll take it. I'll, I'll be on something. Put me, okay. put me, in, put me in front of somebody's camera. Okay, stream. There's people don't want to see me. There's people don't want to see me. Oh, 100%. 100%. There are. There are. I agree. I agree. There's people that want to see him. So, when you started to talk a little bit about what you're manifesting, can you share a little bit more about like what's next for you? What can we expect in like the upcoming months from you? Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Give us a tea. Give us a tea. <laughs> Um, well, like I said, musically, I am like kind of at the drawing board stages of like creating original music, though there will be like, I'm, I'm in, I'm also at a point where I'm trying to like just follow my creativity wherever it leads me. So there will be like points where I'll do like remixes of songs. Okay. Uh, the way I did like Don't Start Now, where I yeah. like took the song and then remixed it and re-recorded it and stuff like that. Um, so in the points where my inspiration leads me to do things like that, there will be stuff like that. But ultimately, right now, I'm concentrating on like creating original music um, to then develop a live show um, and then create live performance opportunities for myself. Um, and then also, in terms of like video content, um, wherever, like I said, also following inspiration and and mm-hmm. and. and you know, creating when I feel moved to create that type of content. I don't want to force myself into doing comedic content just because I know that if I put something up like Shit Spanish Go Say, it's going to do well. Like, I'm kind of like over that at this point. Mm -hmm. And I want to do stuff that like actually speaks to me and actually like, um, you know. Challenges you. Fun, yeah, yeah, and and it's fun to create because that's mm-hmm. that's the stuff that I, that 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 I want to put out and stuff like that. Right. So you know, really, ultimately, following inspiration and seeing what content comes out of that true, genuine inspiration. I love that. Yes. I love that you use creativity as your flow. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're almost at the end which is crazy because this feels like we've been talking to you forever but um, <laughs> in the you gotta tell us you gotta tell us like you know we always ask we always say it for ourselves but when we have a guest we want to know what's you're obsessed with yes my obsessed with mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I'm gonna sound mad cliche when I say this what are you obsessed with Excuse I listen to Beyonce's Renaissance album at least twice a day. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That bitch me on a that's that's on a choke box. on a choke. On a <laughs> we feel that we feel that it's so good. That combination of cuff it into energy, unmatched. 
It's listen. Un- and then if yeah. you really want to go into like from cozy to cuff it to energy to like whatever the fuck come out. Yeah. Like, and, and I need it to I need to hear it in that order, like from beginning to order. end in it's order. Illegal. To skip around. Like that's chaos. That's chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm here waiting for Legendary to do just like a whole season on Renaissance. Oh my because God. I feel like, like, yeah. like a special. They just need to yes. do like a special. It has, to, <laughs> it has to be. Like, you could, you know, the challenges that will come out of that? Oh my God. Oh so my many. God. Yeah, no, no, we here for it. Yes. That album has me by the neck. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. All right. So, we're going to go into our little game now. Delilah's going to kick us off. Yeah. excited. Yes. This one's a cute one. This one's a cute one. Um, me and Ayana put it together. Why can I see the... Okay, here we are. So this one is called... Who would you? So we're going to start off with... Who would you cast to play you in your autobiography? Hmm... <laughs> Okay, we got to make it a little challenging. So, yes. Who would you cast? Damn. You know, because, like, it's not a lot of people that could do me. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Hey. Um, but, but someone got to be up for the challenge, though. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Who? <laughs> See, because then I feel like I get into, like, people that look like ka-ka-ka, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but think about your energy. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. Because makeup, makeup works wonders in, in okay. creating yeah. a look. You know what's funny, and I hate that I'm gonna say this. I will not. No, I don't hate that I'm gonna say this. Um, uh, I, I guess I only hate that I'm gonna say this because people say that I look like these people. Um, but and they're both RuPaul's Drag Race girls. Um, Vanjie, v- Vanjie, yes. But because of the look, but you think she can nail the talent that that is you, your essence. I think think because of because she has like a very distinct voice. Like think of of what made her famous. That whole Mm. yeah, Angie. Okay, I think she. I think she would be up for the challenge. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next. All right. So the next one is who would you want to play your co-star in your dream role? So who would you want to co-star? Does it have to be like a celebrity? It can be no, whoever you anybody. want. This is this is your world. I feel like all right, here's the thing. Me and Jaleesa are actually mad funny together. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Jaleesa, our oh, girl. Yes. yes. Our little Colorado Rocky over there. <laughs> um yeah, I feel like that's my like goes to go star. Jalisa. Okay. We're here for it. Now, who would you call if you need an inspiration? I feel like I know the answer to this one too, but Jalisa. Jalisa, <laughs> I knew it. I... We was like, it would be a toss up between Jalisa and DJ though. Yes, yes. You know what? You know what? Because I and and also interchanging because I'd have I'd have DJ um <laughs> co-star with me too. So, <laughs> like, why do we know this? <laughs> no, we just know. We just know. Now, who would you call to back you up in a lie? Ooh, like, we'll be down for talk. Really? Yeah? DJ DJ SJ six one four. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to ZJ too. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got two more. All right, whose runway show would you want to be a model for? You know, okay, if you were asking me back in the America's Next Top Model days, I would say Betsy Johnson. Mm -hmm. Um, But if we're talking like now, current day, follows me on fucking Instagram, I would definitely be in the blondes. Ooh, I, like the yes, you are, you give the Ooh. Come on, and David Blonde follows me on Instagram. You see this? They know who I am. That's- like they need to tag the next show. What's going on? Yeah, We're tagging I'm- him. We're tagging him. At least a presentation, David. Like, give us presentation. Like <laughs> We like that. We like that. And now to close out, who would you choreograph a music video for? Ooh. <laughs> I know this is gonna be a little tricky. I don't know. I don't know who you would do it for. There's probably so many. I know. Yeah. I love okay, if I'm talking about the girls that dance right now, I love Normani. Mm-hmm. And I love Tanache. Okay. Those are the really? two. Really, Tanache like, dancing. I, I don't associate her. Those, those are the two girls that that like. I feel like dance. You gotta you gotta you gotta check some some of Tanache stuff up. I know Tinashe. people sleep on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tanache should be way more. Uh, I like her music, but I, I really don't associate her with dancing. She gives she gives Britney live. She gives Janet live. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We did check. not know that. <laughs> Normani, I get though. Yes, I love Normani. Well, thank you for playing our fun little game. Uh, we definitely want the community to get to know you a little bit better, even though, you know, you got avid fans over here. Um, <laughs> before we actually close, we always like to ask our guests, um, how do you want, like Delilah introduced you at the beginning. How do you want people to remember you? How would you introduce yourself and base, and where they can follow you at? If there's anything that you remember about Skittles Ortiz, remember that Skittles Ortiz is an icon, a legend, and um, is hello, that legendary. Bitch, that bitch that you're that bitch that you're gonna wanna say you knew when because I'm just a vibe, and so you can f- catch the Skittles vibe at the real Skittles with a Z on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And then on Twitter at Skittles Ortiz because the real Skittles got suspended. So <laughs> mm-hmm. messy, talk. messy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. I like well, heart we, you. Yes, <laughs> we appreciate you for serving looks, for just serving vibes, bringing it, always being good energy. Um yes. somebody for, for people to follow that just lift spirits up. Just not even trying to. Yes. That's the goal. That's the goal. Yes. And always friend to the brand and CG. So thank you so much. Come on, <laughs> non-corporate girls, because I'm hey. a non-corporate girl. Hey. <laughs> All right. On that note, we are so out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Non-Corporate Girls Podcast. We're headed back into our nine to fives, but equally giving time to our five to nine. I'm Delilah, and you can follow me at Miss Delilah C on all social media platforms. And I'm Ayana. 
Follow me at the underscore Aya underscore brand. Don't forget to follow the podcast on all socials at Non-Corporate Girls and tune into the latest episodes on your favorite streaming platform. In the meantime, embrace non-corporate. Where the nine to five and five to nine meet.